Welcome to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette, with your host Steve Garrett, MC and DJ at one of the largest Corvette weekends in the country, Corvette Fun Fest, president of the Corvette Club of Kansas City, Missouri, and radio disc jockey at the number one radio station in Kansas City for over 40 years. Here's Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. I appreciate you tuning in. You can listen to Corvette Today on almost all podcast platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Overcast, BeanPod, CastBox, TuneIn, and Stitcher. You can also listen on your smart device. Just say Alexa or Hey Google, play the podcast called Corvette Today, and you're connected. Also, visit the Corvette Today website. It's CorvetteTodayPodcast.com. You can also sign up for Corvette Today notifications, updates, and information at CorvetteToday.ck.page. And don't forget, join the Corvette Today Facebook group, too. We have over 1,400 members, and I'd love to have you as a member, too. First, I'd like to thank our flagship sponsors of Corvette today, Haltech Systems. Haltech makes the best cold air intake for your Corvette with world-class performance for your C5, C6, C7, and C8 Corvette. It's the quickest and fastest intake with no cutting or hacking. It's just plug-and-play and no throwing codes. Get your special Corvette Today discount of 11% off with the code CT11 online at HaltechSystems.com or call 262-965-4300. That's 11% off at H-A-L-L-T-E-C-H Systems.com or call them 262-965-4300 and get your Corvette Today discount of 11% off. Also, midenginecorvetteforum.com. If you'd like to join this new vibrant forum that focuses on the new mid-engine C8 Corvette, it's free to join this friendly community. You'll meet a lot of fellow Corvette enthusiasts like yourself at midenginecorvetteforum.com. It's time to get the latest Corvette news and headlines with my buddy Keith Cornett from Corvette Blogger. As you know, Keith is a regular guest on the Corvette Today podcast. He comes on every other week, and we get the latest on what's happening in the world of Corvette. Keith, we got some big stuff going on. Chevrolet announced the C8 production is extending through the end of this year. 2021 production starts in December. Isn't that right? That's what we're hearing. Of course, this comes on the heels of last week, the plant being shut down due to a part shortage. We're trying to get some information about exactly what the parts were. Uh, no one's really talking about that. We understand that. They'll say that we're only as strong as our weakest vendor. There's over 400 vendors that provide parts for the car. If you think about what's all been going on over the last four or five months since the COVID restart, they've really done a phenomenal job of being able to just to keep the line going. We do see decreases in some numbers over the days. We wonder if that's related to parts or if they're doing some other things. It's just one of these things where there's just so much demand for the car. They've promised to make the 20,181 2020s before the end of the year. You have a part shortage, and I think you just have to kind of reduce production just a little bit to get it to the end of the year so you can meet that number. I do think that they are going to be able to meet that number. I kind of did some quick math in my head. 
about 46 working days through the end of the year. If they average about 160 cars, that's another 7,300. So it should really put them over the top of the 20,181 that they've done. You know, I really have some concerns about the 2021 models now, just because if you're starting late December, the first cars will be shipped to customers January, February, or so let's say. And then what are you going to do? You're going to run through August or September, and then the 2022s come. So you really have a shortened year. My concerns are because Dealers really don't have an idea of what their allocations are yet. We assume that it's going to be similar to what they got this year, but some of the big dealers, I think, have even stopped taking allocations or taking orders just because they don't want to oversell the car and then have to go back to somebody and say, sorry, we got cut off and you didn't make it. So it's just going to be a hot car. It's a very hot market for the car. It's going to be interesting to see how this all shakes out. It is a hot car, my friend, because they sold or they delivered rather 6,355 CHs in the third quarter. That was fantastic. Yeah, it was a really big number. I think it was the biggest number since the Grand Sports came out in 2016. So we always have these huge numbers on a new release of a car. It's just because people order their Corvettes. So every Corvette that is built is already sold. So we expect big numbers right now anyways. But this was a very good number. You want things that are positive happening with the company and with the car and the brand. It's always good to say third quarter was 33% ahead of last quarter. So if you can get numbers like that and continue the story, you know, it's all good. Absolutely. And in the C7 world, Callaway offered a 25th anniversary special edition of the C7 Z06. That was really neat to see. You know, kind of a surprise. You think of Callaway as building the current car. Of course, they're under development right now with their C8 program. But this C7 Z06 that they're doing is really a nod to their overseas company. So they have Callaway Competition is the company over in Germany. And then they're the ones that run the GT3 program over there, the racing program. Right. So this Z06 they came out with is a nod to that company, the 25th anniversary of it. So it's got some features on this Z06 that make it look a lot like the Callaway Competition Racer that we see over there in the DTM program. So it's got a really large front fascia opening, much larger than the C7 Z06 stock opening. And then it's got a really large wing on the back, just like we see on the race car. So it's a pretty cool car. They say they're only going to build 25 of them. I hope they do build 25 of them. I'm anxious to see what they come out with. I thought it was a good looking car, buddy. I liked it a lot. Yep. Also, 2020, the C8 Corvette was named Car of the Year by Popular Mechanics. Now, this is really neat, but, you know, Popular Mechanics isn't really in our automotive world. What does that mean, or does it mean anything? You know, it's just another nod. It's another feather in the cap for the brand to say, oh, you've got another magazine naming us their Car of the Year. It was a really good review. They really mentioned some of the great things about the car. The balance, it's quiet in the interior, but yet it could also be terrifying in a way. So those are some of the key words that they use. So yeah, it's always nice to get those kinds of things where you can say, look at us, car of the year, and you get a magazine cover to boot. Hey, we'll take it, right? That's right. Take all the good news we can get. Let's go outside of North America, Keith, because in Australia, it sounds like that's a big mess over there with distribution of the car and the dealer network. What is going on in Australia with delivering a C8 Corvette? Uh, it's just a really a mess. A couple of years ago, let me back up. So Holden, it was the GM-owned company in Australia. They were owned by GM since like the late 30s or so. So, I mean, this is a long-time company. But they decided that they were no longer going to manufacture cars, that they were only going to be, quote, an importer of cars. So they got rid of all their internal manufacturing. The Camaro came from there. 
Of course, the Chevy SS model came from there, but now they got rid of all that. So then Holden was just going to be a sales company. Well, at the beginning of this year, they said, nope, we're not going to do that either. We're just going to get rid of Holden altogether. Oh. So what had happened was all these dealers that were still Holden dealers were taking deposits on the C8 Corvette. So Chevy's now come back and said, all these guys that have taken deposits, you really got to give those back. They've got a new entity there called GM Specialty Vehicles. They're going to be the ones that are importing GM products. They're going to start off with the Chevy Silverado and the C8 Corvette. They're going to sell them through this arrangement with another company over there called Walkinshaw. And Walkinshaw will convert the Silverados from the left-hand drive to the right-hand drive. Oh. The Corvettes obviously will already be right-hand drive directly from the factory. Right. So it's just kind of a... They're working all the way through it, but it sounds like we're going to get cars over there sometime in late 2021. That's good. Well, and also the first C8 Coupe arrived in the Middle East this month, October of 2020. The Corvette team has talked about the emerging importance of the Middle East market. I think we saw that when they chose to debut the 2019 Corvette ZR1 in Dubai. Right. So we're not exactly sure if cars are going to be starting delivered in this month or is it just the sales process opening up? So we're kind of waiting to see what that's going to be and exactly what kind of numbers they're going to get. Some people aren't real happy that all these cars are starting to go overseas when we have so many domestic customers here waiting to get theirs. But at the same point, it's all part of the larger strategy to make the Corvette a world car and not just an American car. Exactly right. Well, Keith, let's take a quick break, and when we come back in segment number two, we're going to talk some more about Corvette racing and also some of the rumors that are involved around the Corvette world. You're listening to Corvette Today. Hey, honey, are you awake? Mm, I am now. I can't sleep. Since turning 50, I keep dreaming of a red door and a blue door, somehow knowing there are only choices for retirement. Okay. Through the red door, we outlive our money. We have to rely on our kids. We're stuck on a fixed income. It's terrifying. Yeah, that would suck. But through the blue door, our money outlives us. We retire on our terms. Our kids stay our kids, not our caretakers. We make work optional. Yes, that's much better. That's what I want too. But what do we do? We call True Wealth and Company at 913-653-8783. They specialize in helping successful people make work optional. They're our fiduciary blue door personal wealth managers. Hey, where are you going? It's 3 a.m. I can't sleep. I'm going to check out True Wealth and Company online at retirewithtrue.com. That blue door is going to be our retirement. 913-653-8783. Visit us online at retirewithtrue.com. Investment advice offered through True Wealth and Company, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Kansas. And now, back to Corvette Today with your host and my husband, Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks for listening to Corvette Today. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. My guest today, Keith Cornett from Corvette Blogger. Every other week, Keith and I give you the latest news and headlines in the world of Corvette. In this segment, we're going to talk about Corvette rumors and also Corvette racing. But Keith, the 2022 C8 Z06 was spied at Grattan Raceway at a big rear wing, new wheels. Tell us what the latest is about the Z06. Yeah, this was fun. This was a uh, Corvette Blogger exclusive. We got this photo delivered to our inbox through our writer, Steve Burns, through uh, somebody that he knows. We've seen these cars out in Colorado testing. They all had the big black covers on them. They had these big wheel covers, so you couldn't see the insides of the wheels. You couldn't see the wheel design, or more importantly, the brakes and the rotor packages behind them. And they were all wingless. So this time, we got a car that stripped down to its vinyl wrapping, that white and black camouflage pattern. And the wheel covers are off, and it looks like 
the cars moving pretty quickly around the racetrack. So it's a really a, a great first look at a lot of the components that are going to be on the car. You had mentioned the wheels. We see that they are a concave design. They're almost shaped like a tuning fork, which I think looks really good. But there definitely appears to be some concaveness into the design of that wheel, the way the inside sunk into the wheel well itself. That rear wing, I think, is blowing some minds. It's going to be interesting to see how that really functions on the car. Yeah, love the rear wing. And then if you notice on the front corner, too, there's canards or diving planes on the very corner. Much like the race cars, the, the C7R, the C8Rs have these dive planes on the very corners of the car to improve aerodynamics. So it's a good-looking car. We think it's wider. It certainly looks wider based on what we see on the rear fascia. It's exciting time right now to finally start to have some of these additional details of the car come out. Keith, with the car on the track now at Grattan Raceway, what does all this tell us overall about the lineup of the future of the Corvette? Well, it's much like they did in C6 and C7. The base Stingray comes out first, followed by the Performance Z06. And then from there, it's kind of rumors and mix of what we're all going to get. We assume that it's going to be following the Z06 is a Grand Sport type model. The Grand Sport was really something that was just kind of used as filler in the C6 program. They knew that they were going to have to run a few more years. Let's do something interesting. People love the wide body of the Z06. Let's give them that and we'll put in the base motor. It makes a new model for the car, and they're already producing all the parts anyway. So it's nothing really out of the ordinary for them to do something like that. So we expect a Grand Sport-type model following the Z06, and then hopefully we'll get into the really high-performance cars, the ZR1 or even the Zora that we've been hearing rumors of, of, you know, a 1,000 horsepower. So it's really an exciting time as each of these models is slated to come out about a year or so. You know, every year a new model will come out. So I think we're really on track here. If we see this is the Z06, we can expect to see a Grand Sport type car. They call it the E-Ray as well. I know we're going to get into that. That car will come in 2023 and then ZR1 maybe 2024 or 2025. And speaking of that Grand Sport, we had heard, and this is a big rumor, that an EV hybrid is going to replace the Grand Sport. That's big news. Yeah, it's not really an EV in terms of electric power, but what it is, it's a performance assist. So it'll be the LT2, we think it'll be the LT2, back behind the driver, but on the front wheels, there'll be these electric motors that will really provide the car with all-wheel drive system. They estimate you can get 150, 200 extra horsepower just by having those on the front. There'll be a small battery pack stored probably somewhere internally within the frame itself. It's not really meant, we think, to get propulsion to the car by itself, although you might be able to do parking lots and things like that, but it's really for off-the-line performance. Very nice. Well, let's get into Corvette racing. The C8R won at Charlotte, which was really nice to see. They are on a tear right now. Let's see. They've been, what is it, six races since the COVID restart, and they've won them all. The number four won at Sebring, but the number three car has won everywhere else. Last week, they did it in the rain on a course that no one had ever raced on before. So it was uh, pretty exciting. It was fun to have a Saturday night race, but those conditions were pretty challenging. You know, unfortunately, you saw at the very end there, the car uh, Tommy Milner was driving just snapped on him, and he ended up going into a barrier pretty hard. So we, we have a broken car that they're repairing right now, and they're getting ready for the 10-hour uh, Petit Le Mans, which will already have finished by the time people are here in this podcast. So racing action this week, they've got their endurance drivers are also joining them. Nikki Katzberg and Marcel Fassler are joining the team again. There's after Road Atlanta, then we've got Laguna Seca, and then the ending championship at 12 Hours of Sebring. 
That'll be a lot of fun. Also, I saw Corvette Racing is using 3D printed parts. That's cool. Yeah, rapid prototyping, and they do these to see how they fit. But there's a huge weight savings on a lot of these, too. So I think they showed that there were 75 3D printed parts on the C8R with 50 of them actually designed and manufactured at a GM facility up in Michigan. So it's really the wave of the future. And as they're able to do these more complex parts, I think we'll actually start to see some of those work their way into the production car as well. That would be really cool. Let's set the stage for Road Atlanta and also Petit Le Mans. These are going to be two big races for Corvette Racing. They are, but yet we've got such a solid command of the championship points right now. Antonio Garcia, Jordan Taylor, they are sitting at 261 points. And second is Oliver Gavin and Tommy Milner at 237. So I think that if as long as they just finish the races, there's no way anybody can catch them. That'll be really, really cool. All right, Keith, let's take another break. And in the third segment, we're going to talk about the lighter side of Corvette on Corvette Today, the podcast. If you're looking for top quality aftermarket parts for your C2 through C7, and especially your new C8 Corvette, look no further than Apsis USA. We are a leader in aftermarket parts, especially parts made in carbon fiber. Whether it's for your interior, exterior, or engine bay, Apsis USA can custom make nearly any part you want in leather, carbon fiber, or carbon flash. Plus, we have custom parts for your new C8 Corvette that no other company has. Visit our website at apsisusa.com. Or call toll-free at 1-800-68-APSIS. That's 1-800-682-7747. Call and get the special Corvette Today discount of 10% off your order. We'll help you customize your Corvette to give it that one-of-a-kind look. So when you want the best, look to the leader in aftermarket interior, exterior, and engine bay parts for your Corvette. APSIS USA at APSISUSA.com. Don't forget, call today and get your 10% discount when you mention the Corvette Today podcast. VetFinders.com is the Internet's original Corvette classified ads website, with classified ads starting at just $25, and every ad runs until your Corvette is sold. If you're in the market for a Corvette, VetFinders.com has over 500 Corvettes for sale from all around the USA and Canada and covering all eight generations. Visit VetFinders.com, the Internet's destination for buying and selling Corvettes. That's V-E-T-T-E, Finders.com. This is the Corvette Today podcast with Steve Garrett. You're listening to Corvette Today, the podcast. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. Thanks for tuning in. My guest today, every other week, is Mr. Keith Cornett. He is Mr. Corvette Blogger, and we keep you up on the news and headlines and the latest about Corvette. In this third segment, we're going to talk about the lighter side of Corvette. As a matter of fact, this one kind of blew me away, Keith. Bloomberg named the C8 as the worst interior. Come on. You're kidding me. You know, sometimes you feel like you just can't get ahead, and there's always these people that want to keep you in your box. Traditionally, Corvettes have had a very economically derived interior, plastics, and the leather was okay, but there would just be the leather on the seating surfaces only for the most part. C7, we really saw a change in the philosophy where the cabins got remarkably better. Yes. Better quality materials, brushed aluminum, nice surfaces. And then a C8 was supposedly going to blow everybody away. The thing is that this car is one of the top 10 interiors on Ward's Auto this year. Right. 
we're covering all spectrums. <laughs> I guess. But the interesting thing is when Bloomberg did this, they put us on the list. Guess who else is on the list? Who? McLaren, uh, the <laughs> Nissan GTR, and the Lotus Evora. Okay. I'm surprised Bugatti's not on there. Exactly. And again, I think a lot of it just comes from, first of all, the Great Wall of Buttons. That's the first thing you see when you look inside the Stingray's interior. Right. If you're a passenger who likes a little bit of control, you're, you're really out of luck because, <laughs> you know, that whole cabin is oriented towards the driver. Everything from the entertainment center to those buttons that control heating and air conditioning and stuff. So when you're a passenger in a Corvette, you're just there to ride along and converse. And that's about it. I think Bloomberg should stick to what they do best and not worry about cars. It's always fun to have different opinions. There's always the people out there that want to be the contrarian. So <laughs> that's true. Hey, also, I saw, you know, I have a Corsa Extreme exhaust on my C7 and they have come out now with their new exhaust for the C8 as well. Well, they're just previewing it. We haven't seen any pricing yet or any details about it. But this really is one of the last really big manufacturers to come out and say that they've got their exhaust almost done. So I, I think within the next year or so, you know, we'll see a lot more of these installs going on at the different shows and things like we've become accustomed to. Go to Corvettes at Carlisle or the museum and you've got some people generally installing things there. Right. So it's just great for the aftermarket. It opens up choices. The more I see a C8 Corvette with the round exhaust as opposed to the trapezoidal designs that have come out on the stock cars, I kind of prefer it. So I don't know if that makes me a uh, tail lighter, you know? Right. Someone that's, you know, all tail lights got to be round. I just seem to like the round exhaust a little bit better. If you look at Corsa, they're going to come out with black tips and carbon fiber tips probably and some other things. It's fun to have these choices and it's always good for the marketplace. It is fun to have choices. I know that the only exhaust now with carbon fiber tips, which I would love to have, is a Kropovich. So I really hope that Corsa does come out with a carbon fiber tip. Yep. Also, this was really cool. Corvette Forum com. I saw a guy on there named Jimmy's 63, and he wrapped his 2020 C8 in a C8R livery. That looked really good, and it looked just like the Corvette race car. He did an outstanding job, so he got a silver car. He tells a story of actually, he was kind of on a list, I think, but was down the list a bit from his dealer and got a call saying they were getting in one of these pre-production cars. These were doled out in like late March and early April. There's about 200 cars extra that were built with the VIN configuration of 5.0 as opposed to 5.1, which is the production car VIN sequence number. So he was offered it. He hadn't seen it. He said, I'll take it. And uh, it ended up being a silver car. And because he's a big Corvette racing fan, he said, you know what? I'm going to make this look like the new C8R, the number four car. He worked with a graphics company. They really came up with a nice package that recreated all the individual IMSA graphics and the Michelin man and the uh, door sticker and even the placeholders where you usually see the number, you know, what place you are on the track. Right. They went ahead and made themselves number one. So <laughs> it was actually a well-executed design. I love it when fans take it to this level. I think it's a really cool tribute. It looked really, really good. And also, this was really cool. Fuel Tech tuned a twin-turbo C8 to 750 horsepower. All I can say is, wow. Well, you know, the biggest problem right now with tuners on the C8 is the ECUs, the engine control units, they are encrypted. So you can't get in there to change like the fuel levels and boot and all the other things you need to do to make a higher horsepower car out of the Corvette and make it run well. We've seen some of these YouTubers putting on the twin turbo kits and then they're blowing up their motors because they haven't adjusted the other things to handle that additional power. Right. Some of that's mechanical is, you know, beefing up going with extra heavy duty parts. 
but also a lot of that's due to programming. So what we saw these guys do is it, it looks almost like the ZR1 somewhat, where Chevrolet used an additional controller and fuel, and they did a port fuel injection so that when the ZR1 was under heavy acceleration, this other module was handling that fuel duty. And it looks like that's what they did here on this fuel tech car is they used another ECU to handle any extra fuel required by the car. So it's kind of a workaround. It's not perfect, but it's a better alternative than just throwing a bunch of horsepower at your car and hoping it doesn't break. Boy, that's for sure. And then finally, Keith, you got to tell everybody what Batman's daily driver is. It was pretty cool. When I heard that Robert Patterson of the Twilight movies was going to be the next Batman, I think I was like a lot of other people with like, Really? Can't we just get somebody good in there? <laughs> they were going to make this movie. They call it The Batman. And uh, about six months ago, maybe four months ago, they revealed the new Batmobile. And this is kind of a, I don't want to say a poor man's Batmobile, but if you kind of were to go back and kind of take away all the comic book stuff out of the movie and really strip it down, it's kind of a, I don't want to call it steampunk either, but it's very raw. The movie's being filmed. They just started filming over in Liverpool. So Liverpool, I guess, is the new Gotham City. I don't know if they're going to be speaking with English accents or not. We don't know any of that. But it was revealed in the opening scenes that there's a funeral scene, and Robert Patterson pulls up, and he's driving a black 63 split window. Wow. So that's his daily driver. I love it. The 63 split window is what got me into Corvette. Maybe it's the same way with Batman then. Anybody that sees that car will just fall in love with it. It's what a, a, a billionaire crime fighter should be driving. Absolutely right. I'm glad you said that because I agree with you a million percent. Keith, thanks for being on Corvette today. We will see you in two weeks and we'll get some more news and headlines. Sounds great, everybody. Keep waving out there and we'll see you. And thanks once again to our flagship sponsors of Corvette today, Haltech Systems. Don't forget, go to their website at haltechsystems.com or call 262-965-4300 and use the code CT11 to get 11% off your purchase. Also, Apsis USA. Call Apsis USA or go online at APSIS USA and get a 10% discount when you mention Corvette Today. You've been listening to Corvette Today with Steve Garrett. If you'd like to contact Steve with any thoughts on the podcast or ideas for guests on Corvette Today, you can email him at stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. That's stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. Garrett has two R's and two T's. Or connect with Steve on social media on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram using at Steve Garrett DJ. Thanks again for listening to Corvette Today.